Yo, what's up, y'all? Welcome to Talks with Taboo. My guest this week is Hurricane Ida. Ida, how you doing today? Shit, I'm doing good, boo-boo. How you doing? Well, I've been better. Um, You know, I, you kind of fucked up my shit. I couldn't really do the podcast or, you know, work on music or anything like that or get home uh, because of you. Kind of messed up the neighborhood. Kind of uh, messed up a lot of Louisiana. Um, So I don't really appreciate it. Boy, you think I give a shit? I'm I'm sorry. I didn't mean to like cause animosity in the beginning. I mean you're on my show, boy. I will fuck you up. Like I I, I know. Like you, I know. I apologize for even saying anything to you. Actually, uh, thank you for being here today. And I'm done doing this little uh, dumb intro. Howdy, howdy, y'all. Welcome to the show. Thank y'all for being here. I know it's been a while. I'm back, baby. I'm back. I'm fucking back, y'all. Okay, okay. They sent COVID after me, okay? They sent a hurricane after me. They even gave me dyslexia. But I came out on top because I ain't a bottom. I was a bottom once. Not my thing, but you have to try it sometimes. Sometimes you got to just try things to know if you like them, dude. You got to get out there and just do it, dude. So sometimes you just got to be brave and fucking get it going, man. But fuck, it's good to be back. Little weird, dude. Honestly, like, I got a little too comfortable not doing the show. It's been like a month by the time this episode comes out since the last episode. I know a lot of y'all been hitting me up, like, when we get another episode, I'm like, motherfucker, I ain't home. I feel like August, I was gone more than I was home. September, I was supposed to be home more than I was gone, and that didn't happen either. So, we're here. We're having a good time, bro. We back, baby. We got a lot of shows coming up. A lot of, I got a lot of guests lined up a lot of industry folks that i've wanted to talk to on the show uh, already recorded i just figured it'd be good to do a solo episode and come fuck with y'all it's been a while since i've been on come and hang with y'all it's been a while since I've been on. you know what i'm saying but yeah man i was a refugee for a little bit I literally couldn't get home man i was playing out there and uh i was playing out in cosmic kingdom in iowa and the hurricane hit, and I'm like, fuck, man, now I can't get home. I don't know what I was thinking. I was like, oh, I'll just stay an extra day. I can get home after. Bitch, that was dumb as hell. That didn't make any sense. Because you fly, the fly, the airport was closed for a week, so I couldn't get home. Even if I did get home, there ain't no internet or power, so I couldn't call me a lift. I'd have to get me a taxi like a fucking gremlin. Who gets taxis anymore? I got a taxi in LA because the lifts were taking too long, and that guy was smoking cigarettes in his taxi, bro. I was like, uh uh, I'm not doing this shit again. Like a fucking. Damn. But anyway, I couldn't get it. I couldn't even get home. If I got home, I had trees in my driveway. Okay, so I couldn't get my car out the driveway, even if I cut them trees down with my bare fucking hands. I pulled my car out, but there's nowhere to get gas, dude. So, um, you know, I was kind of fucked, but luckily my dad lives out there in Arkansas, which is my favorite place on the planet. Um, thinking about moving there. Um, and I went and hung out with him on the farm. It was a good time, dude. Did a lot of water stuff. You know, it was a little vacation, a little break. But it fucked up my rhythm, man. I was, I'm, I'm currently writing an album and like... I was in a groove. I was fucking hitting it every day. So it's good to be back in here. Uh, it's good to have y'all back here. I'm trying to get back into the rhythm of things. And uh, I appreciate everybody who reached out, man. I really do.
Um, but yeah, being a refugee was cool, man. But it, I feel like that's going to be more common, man. I'm starting to kind of look out where I need to move, bro. Cause it's like, I've been listening to scientists talk. Okay. Because I don't know shit. So I kind of have to listen to scientists and which most people should do. Um, but they don't, they just listen to Twitter. Um, and it, but if it's on the internet, it's true. And Abraham Lincoln said that, um, but yeah, I've been kind of, I'm planning my exit from New Orleans, y'all. I love New Orleans. Fucking, I love it so much. The vibe, the culture, the football. I love it all. The food, the drinking, the partying. I love it all. It fits me to an extent. All right. I don't like not knowing that my shit's going to be okay. If it's going to be okay or not, whenever I'm gone, um, you know, the ocean's getting warmer. So we're getting more hurricanes and tropical depressions happening and they're bigger and more strong and really a tropical depression but really a tropical depression is just me on a beach um but like those are just happening more often i live in a kind of old house i dude i was so lucky and blessed that this house didn't get fucking destroyed i don't know how it didn't dude there's a house on my street that got leveled bro that shit was stupid. And it got home, you just see the damage ever. There's still damage like a muff. Like a muff. You know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, man. So I'm kind of planning my exit a little bit, trying to see where I want to go. Because I'm not a lot about, I'm not a let, about to let, Jesus Christ, I'm not about to let a hurricane fucking take me out. Like, I'm, I don't want to be, that's how I die. But if I do die from it before I move, I want y'all to give my body to a necrophiliac so I can even get fucked in death. I want someone to fuck my corpse. Everyone's like, I want to be buried. I want to be burnt alive. I want to be fucked. All right. Not many people can say in death, I'm getting that dick or that pussy. Okay. Not that many people can say that. And I want to be one of the people who who can't say that, but like if I could say it, I would say it. So that's kind of how I want to go if a hurricane takes me out before I get out of here, dude. Um, <laughs> it's a little vulgar, but okay. But uh, it's good to be doing these solo episodes with y'all, bro. For real. Um, I enjoy doing these episodes just to kind of talk with y'all. Uh, let y'all. It seems like y'all enjoy them too, so... Um, that's always fun. I plan on probably doing one every like two, three months or something like that. Just to, you know, really more connect with y'all. When I have a guest, it's more connecting with them. But whenever I have solo episodes, I can kind of talk with y'all a little bit. Um, I don't know if y'all watched the last episode I did. Solo episode that I did. Um, I was doing it on dating advice. And I had this lady call that I actually knew. Uh, she's a beautiful woman. And I asked her out on the on a date on the podcast and she hit me up after the episode aired and she was like hey i'd love to go out with you and i was like oh, okay daddy got a date y'all but i want to call her and see how i did okay the date just happened i want to kind of see how i did um and i'm gonna do it on the show because uh why not right that should be fun all right so let's give it a uh, let's give it a swirl well that didn't work maybe she'll call back um, I'm always just waiting for, it feels like hoping she'll call back. It's like my life story. Okay. So, oh shit. She's calling back. 
Hey. Hello. Hey, you're on the uh, podcast right now. Right, right now. Yep, yep. You're on the podcast at this exact moment. Okay. Yeah, I was calling because, you know, I had asked you out on a date over the podcast, and you hit me up saying you would love to do that. I was just calling to see, you know, what you thought about the date. How did I do? You know, was it a good time? I'm sorry. Who is this again? Um, This is Mitch. I go by, uh, um, we went to Waffle House together. dog we did this like two weeks ago maybe went to waffle house oh mitch yeah me yeah mitch oh yeah hey so sorry i i had your number saved but i i honestly was just calling you back because i thought you were a customer i'm so sorry um yeah i totally remember our date so so what were you asking me um I was just kind of calling to see how I did, um, calling Hi. to see if you had a good time on the date, you know, just, you know, cause we, you know, the date started on the podcast, so, you know, maybe I wanted to bring it back, I don't know, trying to see. Honestly, you were such a gentleman, um, gr great date, I, I don't know about a f future date, possibly. I ha obviously had a great time. Like you, um, you definitely treated me like a princess. Okay, okay, I like that. Good times. So you said possibility of a second date. Okay. You said you said there's put a, on the spot like right now. You said there's I? a like, chance. There's so like in a million. How many of of, of a number in a million? Oh, uh, out of a million. Like four? Okay, four in a million. Hey, listen, I think there's, yep, that's that's doable. I can I can I can handle that. Right on, right on. Okay, cool. Well, I appreciate you uh, um, you remembering the date. Um, you were great, by the way. Um, I hope this isn't weird having you on the show like this, but I figured this would be fun for everybody. But yeah, no, yeah, totally. Anybody who wants to um go out on a date with you, who gets you know asked out on the date, I'm totally do it. But um. Waffle House. Um, I did get all you can eat, so that was a perk. Yeah, you even got chocolate chips on that promise, waffle. You did promise me that. I did. The day was about you. You could get anything you want. The day was about you. Waffle Waffle House is a uh, it's a nice place. A lot of people like to talk down about it, but it's not everywhere, dude. And a lot of people would give a lot of different body limbs to have it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna complain. It was a smoke-free Waffle House, yep. so I mean, it's definitely one of the better ones. Yep. <laughs> Well, cool, awesome. Well, I appreciate you answering the call. Um, appreciate you answering this, and and and, and um, cool. I'll I'll, uh, I'll 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 stay with my four in a million chances. Okay, I'll uh, you know I'll just keep on keep on trucking. Um, either way, you have yourself a good one. Okay. Okay. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry once again. Have a good day, Mitch. Well, that was kind of embarrassing. <sighs> Anyway, shows are back. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Um, I'm going to leave that on the show. I'm going to leave that on the episode. She didn't even remember who I was. Hey, listen. I put myself out there and I tried. 
Um, you know, sometimes you win, sometimes you fall, sometimes you never even touch the ball. Okay, so I don't know where I land on that one, but at least took my shot, y'all. Uh, anyway, what I was saying is, uh, shows are back, dude. A lot of these festivals are. Oh, this is a hard transition, man. I'm kind of bummed out after that. Shows are back. A lot of these festivals and shows are requiring vaccinations in order to get into the shows or like proof of non-COVID issues or non-COVIDry. And I think that's fine, dude. Like, I totally get that. It's like, you know, either you get the vax or you get tested or you ain't getting in this mask. You know what I'm saying? And that's cool. I get that. I'm fully vaxxed and waxed, right? I'm fully vaxxed and waxed. But I don't necessarily agree with people who are like, if you're not vaxxed, you're killing everybody. It's like, nah, bro, you ain't. Like, you know, I don't know things, but also know that my body, my choice. Now, like I said, I'm fully vaxxed. And if somebody doesn't want to get the vaccine, I think that's totally fine. I think that's their right, their choice. But also, if you own a business and you say that, um, I don't want anybody in my business who doesn't have a vaccine. Also think that's okay too. I think it's your business. You can decide on, you know, the well-being of all your customers. I think that's totally cool. There's sides to both of it, dude. I fucking get both sides, y'all. You know, I just don't get making people do it, which is cool, bro. Like like I said, whatever happened, whatever happened to my body, my choice. All right? That's how I like to think. You know, I like I like to think that that should be a universal thing and for the most part, it kind of is, unless you live in Texas. Unless you live in Texas. I saw this commercial. Because, you know, they got the, they, they damn, they damn took abortions away from women. Which, I'm going to tell y'all something, bro. I don't have a vagina. I'm not a woman. So, who am I to tell a woman what she should be doing with her body? Okay. I don't, I don't think that's Q. I don't think that's Q. All right. But I saw this commercial was like, there's two types of people in this world. Texans and everybody else. It's like, that was an old commercial. Their new commercials would probably be like, there's two types of people in this world. Texans and baby killers. It's like, how do they even... How do they sit in a room and be like, you know what? This is a good idea. This is a good idea. We all have penises in this room, but you know what? Let's do that. And no matter what your thought is on 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 abortions, you're with it or you're against it. Okay, that's not the that's not what I'm getting at here. What I'm getting at is who are we to tell anybody what they should be doing with their life or their body? It's kind of what I'm getting at, dude. But yeah, they got the COVID vaccines going on, bro. I'm going to be honest with y'all. COVID is fucking boring, dude. This shit's getting boring. COVID is getting fucking boring, dude. It's like, y'all remember whenever there was a guy who was banging other dudes and they were all smoking crystal meth and they were owning tigers? Like, that was an exciting time. Like, everybody was talking about, oh, Tiger King, the tiger guy. Everybody was on that same page. And now these days, everyone's just like, have you gotten the vaccine? It's like, shut the fuck. It's getting boring, dude. I want some excitement. Can we have a teacher bang a student on national television 
live just to get some excitement, okay? And I'm not promoting uh, underage sexual stuff. And I wanted it to be a female teacher and a guy student because that's not that big of a deal. People who say that's a big deal, eh, eh, it ain't, okay? Now, uh, 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 an older man teacher getting with a younger woman lady teacher, that ain't cool, bro. That person needs to rot in prison, but whatever, it's the opposite way. You're like, bro, where was that teacher when I was in school, man? God damn. I'm just saying, we need something exciting that, like, everybody's talking about other than the damn vaccine, the damn COVID. You know what I'm saying? It's getting boring, dude. Can we just, can we just free Joe Exotic? Like, get him out, all right? Get him out, get him a reality TV show, get him some crystal meth and a bunch of twinks, and let's fucking do this shit, bro. Let's party. Um, Yeah, I'm just getting bored. All right. Anyway, bro, I've been out there, been out there doing the shows, man. I was out there, and uh, man, I really appreciate everybody who came out to my set at uh, Bass Canyon. I really do. Um, That was one of the most... If not the most fun I've ever had in my entire life, which is actually why I got y'all to call in and kind of explain what y'all's most exciting time in y'all's life was, the most fun you've ever had. But Bass Canyon might have been the most fun I'd ever had, man, like for real. Like, I was excited to play it, but my expectations were low, right? Like, I was playing against a major headliner, I was playing against Black Tiger Sex Machine. And there was a lot of people at my stage, which I was very shocked and extremely grateful for. Because me personally, I see the words black and sex and I'm there. But I'm there. So, the you know, the fact that all those people came to my set really meant the world. I really appreciate all y'all. I really do, man. So, it's been good. Um, I, You know, just... I've been kind of getting more haters lately. I've always had haters. I've always had people like, you know not like me just for being me it has nothing to do with my music um it has everything to do about you know I, i'm a jokester i say things and i don't necessarily mean any of the things i'm saying i really don't if y'all see me hear me say shit ah, i just speak bro like I, I'm, I, try, I try to entertain i try to make people laugh okay and there's some people out there who don't know me and hate me for it and that's okay and there's a time like recently where i'm like getting pissed off about it but like then I think about it, I'm like, am I being too insensitive to people? Have I been too insensitive of a person? You know what I mean? Like, the way I was raised, I was raised, you know, fucking rub some dirt in it. You know what I mean? If you're upset, get over it. You know, you know what I mean? And, and I feel like the world needs a little bit of that tough love, but also maybe I need to be a little bit more sensitive to people, with people, and... You know, kind of think about some of the stuff I say, cause just cause I think it's funny, doesn't necessarily think you know mean that it's funny. Like I have a fucked up sense of humor. I mean, y'all y'all watch this show, y'all understand. Like I just say shit. Um, you know, so you know maybe I need to kind of change my ways and to, to you know be with the times. And so I want to take this moment right here to kind of apologize okay this is a, this is real like i'm about to do a real apology this isn't me joking this is a bit um this is my apology y'all look i realize that some of the things i've said in the past you know some of my jokes haven't 
been funny to people and they've been offensive to people. And so it took me a lot of time and self-reflection to kind of figure out, you know, why some of these jokes weren't funny to some people. But now I realize nothing is funny anymore. There is no God. Okay. I used to think dick jokes were hilarious, but now I realize dick jokes like drugs are bad. Okay. You know, I used to think it's okay for me to try to use my platform to try to make people dance and laugh. And that was really selfish of me to try to use my platform for that. And for that, I am really sorry. Okay. You know, I'm not the same person who I once was. You know, I've changed. You know what I'm saying? I used to, I used to say things like, if you keep it chatty, I'll fuck your daddy. Now I say things like, if you keep it chatty, it better beats remote change. Okay? I'm so sick of who I was, man. It's not cool. You know, I used to think it was okay for me to raise hell and praise Dale all the time. But now these days, all I do is raise awareness and praise everybody who has the same opinion as me. Okay? I'm on y'all's side. I hope y'all realize this took a lot of strength and courage for me to come out and tell y'all this. And um, I really appreciate y'all's support through this tough transitional period of my life, trying to be more sensitive. Um, me saying this feels like a weight has been lifted off my shoulders. And I feel like y'all are going to come to love the new me. <laughs> for real, bro. For real. Anyway, uh, Taliban's a maker dance. You know what I'm saying? Fuck, bro. Taliban's a maker dance. I'm gonna take a sip of my beer. Hold up. These motherfuckers think I give a shit, dude. I'm just out here. Listen, y'all. If I make you, if I offend you or ever make you upset with something I say, dude, I'm not trying to. Okay. The only thing I'm trying to do is have a good time and make y'all have a good time, bro. That's my thing. That's my thing. And if that ain't your thing, bro, then I ain't for you, dude. No sweat off my cock, dude. It's all good. Anyway, uh, Taliban's a maker dance. Dude, y'all been seeing what's been going on with the Taliban's? And I've been trying to think about it. Think about what we can do to kind of help what they got going on over there in Afghan. We need some plur over there, y'all. That's what they're missing over there. They're just missing plur. We need to get it to them somehow, some way. Get them the plur. Let's start sending all these DJs who've been canceled over there. Let's let's start. We should send all the canceled DJs to Afghanistan to go try to throw a music festival for the Taliban to kind of spread some plur. Okay, we'll send Bass Nectar over there. We'll send Space Jesus, and they'll fit right in, dude. I don't think there's a legal age over there, so they'll fucking they'll fit right in over there, bro. They can go play some music. You know, they can get back to living. Maybe who knows, bro. Maybe that's what we do with our canceled DJs. We did have another DJ get canceled recently, man. I don't know if y'all saw what happened with Stuka. Um, I don't know him. Um, and listen, I'm always a weary guy when it comes to people, you know, accusations. Because I was a person who was falsely accused whenever I was younger, when I was in middle school. And so I've been there, done that. But also, you can tell a lot about a person, you know, if 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 they did some bad shit or not by their reaction to the situation, okay? You can tell a lot about a person. 
if they come up forward seeing genuine be like yo this shit's untrue this ain't this ain't me. like but when you fucking give some half ass ass statements it's like yeah dude maybe maybe you need to start doing some reflection okay but i think this last one's good man I, i'm such an anti cancel culture guy but like i'm on that side for like people saying what they want to say but like if you've treated someone wrong like really treated someone wrong or taken advantage of somebody get the fuck out dude like you, you know i don't necessarily think that that's like the means for that like that means they should be completely done forever but they definitely got to go figure some stuff out reflect on it a little bit maybe talk to their mama you know what i mean like i like, I was raised with such great parents. Like, for me, like, doing something like that, like, mistreating a woman or mistreating anybody, and that seems foreign to me. And I'm not saying these people had bad parents because I, I don't necessarily think that they did a lot of times. A lot of times, you're just foolish, man, and, you know, you know, you got to get the fuck out. But also, you know, take this as a learning experience, and, you know, if you can prove you've changed, then why wouldn't we allow you to come back, right? So, like, if you can just go to Afghanistan and make the Taliban just take a little bit of Molly, all right, get in their rave outfits, you know, and play mask off for them, dude. See if the Taliban actually take their fucking mask off. And if you can do that, and not mistreat anybody ever again, we'll think about it. All right? I think that's a good, that's a good, uh, that's a good challenge. I mean, if anyone's up for the challenge, they'd at least deserve the chance, right? That's a challenge. That is a fucking challenge. To get the Taliban to take their mask off and to take Molly? But fuck it, man. Someone might try to do it. I'm not going to try to do it. I'm not going to have to, bro. God damn. Speaking of sucking cocks, uh, I had somebody ask me the other day if I was stranded on an island and I was with a homie and he got bit by a venomous snake on the wiener, would I suck the venom out? I'm like, bro, we don't have to be on an island. We can be in damn Compton. We can be in Walmart. We can be at damn Six Flags, bruh. You get bit, I fucking got you, daddy. That's that's my homie, dog. I ain't letting my homie go down by no snake, bro. I'm putting that shit in my mouth and get to sucking. That's what we do, dog. I'm a ride or die feller. That's just who I am, bro. And sometimes it's all about helping a brother off. You don't really need much. Maybe there even isn't even a bot. Sometimes, sometimes you need to help a brother off. Okay? And that's what real friends do, dude. Okay? I'm a real friend. I'm a true guy. Stand up feller. Alright, but anyway, I wanted to get into some fan questions from y'all. I thought this would be cool, because I've been thinking about it, you know, thinking about moving, thinking about places that make me happiest. Where have I been the most happy in my life? Alright, so I got y'all to call in and tell me about the happiest y'all have ever been. And so I've, I've been thinking about it too. It's just like, where have been my favorite moments in life? Obviously, performing on stage, whether it's DJing, doing stand-up comedy, playing the drums. That have always been my favorite thing. That's when I'm the most alive. I'm literally peaking. So that can't be the answer because that's a given. But like I think about a couple different things. Like I remember I went hunting with my dad. 
and we literally were stalking this doe. It was on my birthday. It was literally on my birthday, one of the best days of my life. And we 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 stalking on this doe. Me and my dad were crawling through the woods in our hands and knees in the rain, sneaking up on this doe just so I, we could get a shot on it. And I was shooting a little two forty three, which ain't that powerful of a gun. And the doe was two hundred and sixty three yards away, which is a long distance for this gun. And I did it. I fucking I did it. My dad was so proud, and that was one of the best days of my life, dude. That moment right there, I will never forget. I will carry that to the grave, uh, to the grave that I'm getting fucked in, okay? Because that grave was given to a necrophiliac, all right? It's like, that type of shit, I think about it. I think about the woods make me happy, being outdoors make me happy. I love hunting, I love fishing. I love making music, I love performing music. Those are the things that make me the most happy. But I wanted to, actually, I have another story. Dude, me and my boy Todd, my, my best friend in the world, dude. Me and him ate mushrooms one night. We had a lot of them, too. And we fucking watched Ed, Ed, and Eddie. And I remember crying and hurting. Because it was the funniest fucking thing ever. If y'all eat mushrooms, bro, fucking watch Ed, Ned, Ed, 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 and Eddie with your best friend. One of the best nights of my life, dude. It was great. I remember just crying. My abs were hurting the next day from laughing so much the night before. It was it was just the best of times, man. So, you know, I thought this would be a fun, uplifting thing to kind of talk about, man. Because even just thinking about these moments right here, it just gets me happy. It gets me excited. So, you know, maybe, maybe y'all can do that for me. Maybe, you know, even y'all telling these stories or, you know, any of this will kind of bring that back for you. So, let's get going. Hey, Big Papa, it's Jake from Seattle. What up, Jake? Um, I will be in Seattle at some point. Here, and I would just like to say that my best time of my life, I'd have to say, was probably seeing your set at the Gorge this year, man. I was up front at the rail helping those people, spraying them down. One of the best nights of my life, man. I appreciate you. Much love, brother. Oh, man. That means the world, man, for real. I really appreciate I had the time of my life up there, too, bro. And if you were having that too, that just makes that that moment that much better. That it wasn't just me having the best time of my life. But you as well. Thank you. Thank you for making that the best day of my life too. So thank you for that, brother. I, don't, I appreciate you telling me that. that fucking, that's really nice. Hey, Taboo. I hope that you are doing super well. This is Izzy from Atlanta. Hey, Izzy. I'm doing great. Uh, thank you for calling in. Um, I saw your question on Twitter asking, I think it was like, what's the most fun I've had, we've had in our lives. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So honestly, it's not to say that I haven't done a bunch of great things since this point or that life hasn't gotten better. I don't think I like peaked in middle school, but I had so much fun in middle school. I was homeschooled and all my best friends lived in my neighborhood and one of my best friends had like a pool in her backyard. So we just didn't have a care in the world. We were just hanging out and making art and playing in the pool and shit and didn't have a freaking care in the world. Like when when the pandemic hit, I was like, you know, if something like this was going to happen in my lifetime, I really wish it happened when I was like 14 because I had just like finally like gained my independence and could go hang out with my friends and do whatever I wanted. But I also didn't have to have a job or like pay my bills, you know? So I'd say that might that might have been the most fun I've had in my life. I've had a lot of uh, a lot more fun since then, but yeah. Anyways, have a good day. Bye bye. Appreciate you, Izzy. Yeah, I mean, fuck, man. You know, I remember growing up 
at my mom's house, my parents were divorced. My mom's house, she we had a pool. And man, we had some good ass times in that pool. And it's great having a pool and you know, you know, you're at like 14, 15, you don't have to have a job, you don't have a car, you know, so you don't have to drive anywhere cuz you already got the pool there. Ain't nobody's got to go nowhere. You already got the wet in your backyard. You got all the wet there. Um man, I just remember I remember Fuck, dude, I remember we had this guy, his name was Larry, and he actually died, so R.I.P. Larry. Um, he died, like, a couple years ago from cancer, so R.I.P. to him, dude. Um, I hope heaven's dope. Um, but anyway, Larry uh, was building a deck outside for us one summer. It was supposed to take two weeks. This shit took three months. And I remember, like, I'd always want to have friends over to smoke weed, because I used to be a stoner, and we used to try to get high, but fucking Larry was out there doing the damn thing, or I'd want to have ladies over or something, but Larry was out there. I'm like, fuck, man, we can't get high. So I just said, fuck it one day. I, I, I was fed up. I was like, yo, bro, we're about to be smoking weed over here. Um, Yeah. I was just letting him know what it was. I'm, we're, we're chilling. I'm having friends over. We're getting high. And he said, right on. And he came and sat down right next to me and fucking hit the pipe. <laughs> so, hey, man. I don't know that that you telling me about the pool reminded me of that. So yeah, man. Sometimes you just need a little bit of water and have a good time. I'm a water guy too. I want a boat. I feel like uh, one of my favorite times of my life as an adult was uh, I went weightboarding for the first time about four months ago. My dad has a boat. We're out there in Beaver Lake in Eureka Springs, Arkansas. Easily top five favorite moments of my entire life. I had so much fun where I was like, I got to move out here. I got to get a fucking boat. That's the that's the plan now. So. Yeah, I love that. Hey, um, this is Caitlin calling from Atlanta. Um, I've hey, called Caitlin. before, but anyways. Hey, Caitlin. Thank you for calling again. Um, I think the most fun I've ever had in my life so far was me and my two best friends went to Universal Studios last December. We were there for like a week, and we just had like no care in the world. Uh, we just did whatever we wanted to do. We had like five days at the park and one day just in Orlando, and we got super drunk at brunch on mimosas, and it was just like a super carefree trip. And I think that's probably one of the most fun experiences that I've had in my life uh, so far. So, yeah. That's beautiful. I wish I could say the same thing, Caitlin. I ain't never been to Universal Studios or Disney World, Disney. I didn't. I ain't never been to any of that, dude. My motherfucking dad. All right, this asshole. Love him to death. Total douchebag for this story. Uh, he would tell us every year when we were younger, when we were kids, that if we were good, he was gonna take us to Disneyland that summer. And every year, he kept on saying, I'm going to take y'all next year. And then the next year, he'd say, if y'all were good, I'm going to take y'all to Disneyland this summer. And then the next year, he would say, no, and, and then summertime, we go, I'll take y'all next year. And then the next year, and he said that shit until we were, until we just didn't believe him anymore. Until he realized that we lost faith in him and that he was lying to us to try to make us be good. Because we would be acting up. We'd be wild or something. We'd be kids and shit. He'd be like, hey, y'all better behave or I'm not going to take y'all to Disney World this summer. And we would shut up instantly. Listen, sometimes you got to lie to your kids, okay? But also, whenever I'm looking back at that as an adult, dad, you should have took me there. You should have took me, father. All right? But I'm glad you and your friends got to experience that, man. I hope I get to experience that one day with my friends. Or maybe my, if I have a, you know, not, I mean, I would love to have kids one day. So maybe I could take my kids and, and, and then be like, you know what? 
this is what dads do and then FaceTime my dad and show him my butthole and be like, this is, this is, I'm showing you my butthole in Disney World. You've never done that. You've never done that. So, appreciate you calling, Caitlin. What's up, Taboo? Uh, my name is Ryan and I'm hey, Ryan. calling in from Boise, Idaho. Hey, Ryan, I'll actually, I'll be in Boise. Uh, we're about to announce that show, so I'll be in Boise here soon. Um, I'm not going to lie, when I saw your tweet, kind of thought that this was going to be like one of those porn hotlines with uh, girls talking dirty to you. Oh, I can talk dirty to you, bro. And everything. <laughs> I'm kind of glad it's not. Okay, never mind. I won't do it then. If that's not what you want, I won't do it. Um, the happiest I've ever been in my life, uh, I think that's pretty subjective. Um, I think there's been a lot of times in my life that um, I've been the happiest of my life. Um, I think when I was a kid, it was playing sports and, you know, hitting home runs and scoring touchdowns and things like that. And then getting older and whatnot, um, graduating high school and then going through college, uh, I started DJing and I really enjoyed that and playing my first show, uh, getting off stage. I remember all the adrenaline, adrenaline going through my body and just how stoked I was. Um, and then couple years later uh i opened up for figure and that was that was amazing and um just one of the best experiences of my life and i thought i couldn't get better from there and then i graduated college and uh kept pushing myself and you know achieving my goals and uh became a web developer and got a job doing that nice. um, and then this last uh month going to base canyon uh seeing your set um was truly one of the the best experiences I've had in my life. Uh, you were having a blast up there. I've been wanting was, to see you yeah. for a long time. And, I was. Um, yeah, just uh, you know, setting expectation expectations and and surpassing that. I think that's that's how to achieve um, the greatest you know happiness in life. Uh, I think also it can come um, without any expectations as well. Um, being around good people, people that you love. Um, Certainly the the happiest times I've ever had in my life. Um, you know, shout out to uh, you and all your family and friends uh, back with the natural disasters. I hope everything's going well with them. And uh, go Saints. <sighs> Man, I love that call so much. I love that, dude. Thank you. Thank you for sharing all that with me, man. It sounds like you've just been... You know, it's... I appreciate you reflecting on all that. You know what I mean? Sharing it. And it seems like you've had a pretty happy life from, you know, outside looking in. I'm sure there's been bumps in the road. We've all had that, man. But, man, that really means a lot. It means a lot all y'all calling and kind of sharing this. I thought this would be cool. You know, no matter no matter what it is, you know, you can find something that makes you happy out of it. You know, just kind of like what he just said. It's like it can be just being with family or friends like me i'm a big family man like i love being around a lot of majority of my family there are some of them i can't stand i don't say actually not take that back i i, I love being around about 95 percent of them i can only think of like actually i can't think of none i enjoy being around all my family and i got some friends that doesn't matter what we're doing bro we could just be sitting there watching football and i'm just so content with life i don't give a shit about anything else i don't give a fuck about what people are saying on twitter i don't give a fuck about this festival that i didn't get booked on you know what i mean i don't give a shit about any of that i'm just chilling with people that i love and and it's good to kind of you know focus on those because 
I feel like a lot of, you know, I look on the news, I look on Twitter. It's like I feel like a lot of people are focusing on the negatives, the things that don't make them happy. You know, and, and that's that's not a fun way to live your life. Like, we only have a little bit here. You know, we're just a little fucking blip in time. You know what I mean? Like, if you're not enjoying it, being happy, doing what you love with who you love to do it with, or being around people that you love being around with, what are you doing, man? Like, we don't need to, we need to quit focusing on the negatives. We need to quit focusing on what other people are doing that we don't like them doing. Let people be themselves, okay? I ain't for one to, to see, you know, I, I've seen some weird shit. I've seen some wild shit that I don't necessarily agree with or, you know, I've caught myself about to tweet like an actual opinion and I'm just like, you know what? I don't have to do this. I don't have to do this. I should just do what's fun for me and maybe people will have fun with it. And if they don't, they should go somewhere else. Have fun. You know what I mean? Don't dwell on, don't dwell on the bad stuff. Let's dwell on the good stuff. Let's think about that. Let's sit on it. Let's fucking marinate in it, bro. Fucking lather me up. Put me in the fucking smoker and fucking put a toothpick in me. Like, like that's the shit that we, that's why I love this call. A lot of these calls. You know, me when I was thinking about it, I was thinking about, other than music, where have I been the most happiest? What are the things that make me the most happy? And me just thinking about it, taking that time to think about it, it's like, man, I should I should try to be around that more. I should try to be involved with that a little bit more. I should, or just even thinking about it put me in a good mood. I'm like, man, I'm not looking at Twitter in that moment and seeing someone fucking talk shit to me or, you know, some crazy shit that's going on in this country. I'm thinking about what makes me happy. And no one else has that but me in that moment. And I know that's a whole little tangent that I'm just going off of my feelings at the moment, bro. If I ever get cold at night, I just fucking cuddle up to my emotions. Shit happens sometimes. Anyway, I love all these calls, and I love all of y'all, and I thank y'all so much for being here on the show. I really love doing this show. I really fucking do, and it felt really weird not doing Like, this show is one of the things that make me happy. Having y'all to come up to... I can't tell you how many people come up to me at shows. I have more people come up to me at shows and talk about the podcast than they do more music. And I actually love that. I do. I fucking love that. I really do, because I feel like y'all actually know me. The music stuff, a lot of stuff, music I make is goofy, but a lot of the stuff I said on the podcast is goofy. It's just like, you know, it, 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 it's, it's nice. Like, it makes me happy doing this. It makes me happy that y'all listen. Um, and I'm going to continue to do this for years, man, as long as they'll let me, um, for real. So I really appreciate y'all being here. I got a new episode next week in the next week. They're already recorded, ready to roll. Um, and I'll see y'all then, man. Do whatever you want to do. Okay. And I know a lot of people, you know, maybe right now you're going through a rough time. Okay. And this kind of goes to me trying to be more sensitive, you know, a lot of people will be out there saying it's it will get better, just give it time. And that's true. But also at the same time, what are you doing to make it better? All right. What are you doing to to actively make your life a better life? You know what I'm saying? I know I'm just fucking rambling at the moment, but that's what the show is sometimes. So you know, maybe time won't make it better. Maybe you have to make it better. And that's great, bro. Light that fire under your ass. Get to rocking and rolling. You got this shit, daddy. 
I love y'all. Y'all be good. I'll see y'all next week. Peace.